0: whether we wanted to focus on <laughs> Can <you hear> that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or we decide whether we wanted to focus on uh, theology to sharing stories, talking about books or pastoral ministry, so we chose to do all of the above. Uh, that's the name. Uh, my name is Jonathan Franklin and I'm joined today by the dynamic duo of Trevor Hoffman and Aaron Markham.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to be here. So,
0: Indeed. so to start us off, um, we we'll talk about Harry Potter a little bit. Mm. Um, what is your Harry Potter house?
2: Sure, we'll let you go first. My house, my, my Harry Potter house is... Could not care less a door. That's my Harry Potter house. Is that one of them?
0: The fifth option. Where did yeah. the door I come don't from? don't give a Hufflepuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just...
1: I'm offended. It's okay. I love it. Casey and I actually just got back from uh, Universal Studios in Orlando, where uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is is mm. located. It is magical and awesome and a lot of fun. You can do magic with the the wand, and you get to ride rides. It's great. Um, so I'm I'm a I'm a Gryffindor. Are um, you? Yeah. That was. Uh, I one
2: of them was for was like the really. For like the really intelligent kind of analytical type. Yeah, I know. That's
1: that was the same pushback that that Bryce had on why I wasn't in Ravenclaw. Hmm. Um, I had taken it a very long time ago, but I felt like going this time it was I needed to needed to take it, um, and kind of having a, an official an official house. So <laughs> Gryffindor uh, would be my house. It's courage and bravery, leadership. I,
0: yeah, that sounds like
1: you. I don't know if it sounds like me, but it's fine.
0: Yeah, I am Gryffindor as well, but um I feel like I'm a Hufflepuff. You guys are so heroic and,
2: yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've read Harry Potter, but, I mean, I don't. It was a little, it feels like a little bit, like, after my time. Mm. Maybe a little bit. Maybe maybe I'm a little bit older for Harry Potter. So I didn't read them until after college. I I enjoyed them. But the movies, I don't know, man. They, they just don't do it for me. Mm. I think it's fine.
1: As with most things that Trevor <laughs> thinks. Just like mac mac and cheese, cheese, it's fine. Mac and cheese is a perfectly adequate Chick-fil-A, it's fine. Dish. Zaxby's, it's fine. No, man. Chick-fil-A's great. Pizza, pizza fine. fine.
2: Pizza's great. Chocolate chip like pizza.
0: It's like so, <clears throat> no no house and the Gryffindors. Yeah. Raven, no. gnaw. <laughs> That's what I should have said. Gosh,
1: get us, get us on track, John. Anyway,
0: so, <laughs> new year, 2021. And it has uh, started off with a brand new sermon series uh, called "Praying with Paul," um, and it's been a great series. Um, I've really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, what What was sort of the the emphasis um, and thought behind starting with a series like "Praying with Paul"?
2: Yeah. Um, so speaking from like the highest, broadest level, um, you know, I've yet to met a believer who 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 doesn't feel like they can improve in their prayer life. Who doesn't, I mean, I, I would think that most believers, and thinking about the believers in our church, uh, they have some kind of, they, they would acknowledge the the need to be disciplined in prayer. They understand the importance of prayer. They could argue for the importance and effectiveness of prayer. Um, but, but I feel like each of us would say, you know what, I could be more disciplined, more structured. Um, I could pray more. I could pray better. That sort of thing. So kind of, kind of broadly speaking, that was behind uh, what, you know, sort of inspired this series. Um, a couple of other things more specifically. Um, I was really helped by Donald Whitney's book on praying the Bible. Uh, we did an episode on praying the Bible. It's been several months back now. Um, several years back now, goodness. Um, and I was really helped by that and thought it would be helpful to talk to, to, to do a teaching series where we could, we could kind of bring that idea kind of back before the body again. Um, and then also just thinking about the uh, start of the year uh, the emphasis that we're gonna we're gonna put on the spiritual disciplines and the equipped class that Aaron is leading um, all of that together sort of resulted in saying let's let's do a let's t- just take a couple of weeks look at a few of paul's prayers and by god's grace be uh you know inspired to pray more mm. anything you add?
1: yeah no i think I think that's really helpful because i mean even in general a lot of the the world we live in in greer um prayer is kind of generally just approved of like mm. oh yeah i need i need prayer mm. we need prayer would you you know just pray for me and it's always kind of generic and one of my one of my favorite uh verses is mark 1 uh, 35 about jesus and it says in rising very early in the morning while it was dark while it was still dark he departed and went out to a desolate place and there he prayed and then it immediately goes into his interaction with some of the disciples. So all we get is that Jesus prayed, mm. um, and we and we see obviously examples of prayer throughout the throughout the gospels. But it's like, man, I would love to see w- w- what did that prayer moment look like between Jesus and and the Father. And we get examples of that throughout the gospels, but specifically with Paul, it's just super helpful to think about what is Paul praying over these men and women that he loves dearly, mm. yearns for them to grow in the faith. What how, how is he praying for them? Is he praying for Physical needs. Is he just kind of praying generically? You know, hopefully you guys are doing good. Um, what, what are the words he's using? What is the language he's using? Because, like Donald Whitney emphasizes in, in different things, praying, praying the Bible, praying the Psalms, um, there's, there's a lot of opportunities to, to speak Scripture back to the Lord himself instead of just kind of coming up with my own ideas that are just generic and maybe vague. We can, we can pray God's Word back to God Himself
2: mm. yeah and, and with that I think it's a really helpful point because in observing the things that Paul prays and kind of getting a peek and pulling back the curtain and taking, taking a peek at those things is we're learning, we're learning what to prioritize in prayer we're learning what to love and, and even as pastors, kind of from our seat on the bus, we're learning what sorts of things we ought to be praying for for our church. So when we, we pray for, when we go through the list of our community group members, we go through the membership roster, and we're praying for these folks, um, we, we want to learn from Paul's example. Like, what are the things that I need to be praying for, for Jonathan Franklin specifically? Um, so, yeah. I think yeah. all of that together sort of results in us saying, let's pray with Paul. Let's, let's take a look at some of his prayers for a couple of weeks. And I'm hopeful... That we can actually return to this series and do a praying with Paul series, maybe, uh, you know, intermittently, periodically, and and look at other prayers because thankfully the his letters are, are filled with them.
1: So mm, that's good.
0: That's good. So in, in starting off with this emphasis, why is it why is it so fundamental uh, mm. to our faith to pray? Mm. Um, and why is, it, why is it so important to foster that, not only just focus on it the three, first three weeks of the year, mm. um, but foster that into, into the remainder of the year? Why is that so important? Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, two of the, the biggest disciplines that I'm, I'm going to emphasize in our, in our men's study is both Bible intake and, and prayer, because it's kind of the fa- foundational communication between... God and, and us um, us hearing from the word to be able to hear from the Lord himself and then us being able in, in prayer to, to speak back to God to, um, to beg for things on, on um, you know, others behalf on our behalf to just praise him for who he is um, just as I enjoy communicating with you two guys I enjoy communicating with my wife I enjoy um, you know, communication all around um, it's such a foundational aspect um, to to be able to, to commune with the Father and to speak mm-hmm. with Him and to um, be honest and vulnerable and open um, there's probably no greater opportunity to, to to be honest before the Lord than just in, in prayer um, yeah so that would be some of what I would mm-hmm. say
2: mm-hmm. I mean in, in the passage you just read Jesus prayed um, mm-hmm. I mean if, if there's if there were no other reasons, you know, that we could list out to pray, to, 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 to want to be disciplined in prayer and to make that a consistent part of our lives. I mean, Jesus did it, and mm-hmm. Jesus is both a gift and an example, and his example, you know, he shows us, he, he lives out the importance of prayer and the importance of consistency and commitment in prayer, um, and not just Jesus. I mean, you, you see it repeated, the, the, the apostles, obviously Paul, as I've already mentioned, and others you know, re- reiterate the importance over and over again of bringing our needs and our burdens before the Lord.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was it was cool to see just in preparing for this podcast and then, like, looking at, okay, what is what is prayer? Um, and just being reminded of the simple fact that prayer is communicating with our Creator. Mm, mm. Um, like, the eternal God who has been and will always will be who created us from nothing. Um, we have the opportunity when we pray to talk to him and not only do we have the opportunity to talk, but he listens yeah. and he cares um, and he answers our prayers. Mm. Um, and so just struck by the fact of what a, a monumentous thing prayer is mm. um, and how just like you mentioned, Aaron, as a, as a society, we've kind of kind of accustomed to, we're going to say a 20 second prayer before we eat mm. um, and things like that. Um, and and limit it in those ways when when it really is such an astounding thing uh, that we get to do as Christians.
1: Yeah, and I, I love getting to ask kind of these, you know, these type of questions because I became a believer at you know nineteen or twenty, growing up in the church. It was you know prayer was emphasized, but it was always I have no idea why. I have no idea what I'm trying to do. No idea what's the point. So if we can if we can reflect what scripture is doing what paul is doing um one of the foundational uh, people of of our of our faith if we can do similarly that would seemingly only fuel our our relationship with the lord
0: mm-hmm.
1: and see him work
0: absolutely so in in finishing up this series, um, this this past week was the last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we go from here? Like, how can how can we continue to foster this emphasis in prayer um, throughout the year? Um, so, if, if you're a, a mature believer who who is who understands the emphasis and importance of prayer, um, how can we continue to foster that throughout the year?
2: Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think one of the uh, maybe chief roadblocks in in having. Consistent and um, what feels like healthy prayer times is a lack of any kind of planning for prayer. Uh, it's a it's a lack of any kind of structure to our prayer lives. It's a lack of any kind of intentionality there. So I'd say I mean I'd say one thing that you could do is begin thinking through um, what sort of structure would uh, what, what kind of trellis would kind of help the growth of the vine for you in terms of in terms of your your prayer and your continued maturation in prayer. Um, one thing that's helpful is to have like different days of the week that are dif- that are designated to different prayer focuses. So like uh, Monday morning for me is uh, a prayer over personal things. Like you know, I find for me this is maybe this this is just me. Um, Monday mornings after Sundays after preaching, I th- I just feel a lot of different things, and it's helpful for me to kind of go before the Lord and and kind of root myself beginning of the week in God. And so Monday is kind of my personal prayer emphasis day. I um, ask God to work on my issues, my fear of man, my um, frustrations, burdens, that kind of thing. And then Tuesday is uh, I pray for my family. And so I just kind of kind of uh, have concentric circles kind of going out. So I have some kind of plan of attack. So, so I'd say one way to start building towards, you know, continued maturation in prayer is to have some kind of plan of attack. Any kind of plant of attack. Some kind of trellis that helps provide structure to give growth to that vine, so to speak.
1: I think that's really, really, really helpful. Is It doesn't have to be magical. It doesn't have to be... We go from, you know, I kind of say side prayers. To I'm going to pray for an hour and two hours and five hours long. But just continuing to grow, continuing to...
2: You mean So, just to clarify. You, yeah. You mean, when you say side prayers, you mean the kind of prayers like... Like prayer before a meal or a prayer uh for a, a need that you think of and you pray for, you know, 5 seconds when you're in your car. That's right. You're saying we're not it, it would be unhealthy or, or unhelpful to try and go from that being your, your chief mode of prayer to trying to spend an hour. In prayer.
1: Yeah, to just to just go in, you know, all out hardcore. Yeah. Um and may, maybe the Lord maybe the Lord definitely would would honor that and work through it, but kind of recognizing at least myself as a human like I do need kind of steps mm-hmm. to grow. Um, just like we wouldn't, you know, necessarily go from, from a couch to a a marathon over about a month. Um, we would, we would need some time to get from the couch to the 5k, to the 10k, to the half marathon, to the marathon. And that may take a good bit of time. Um, I think it's okay to just see growth. Yeah. So give some structure. So even this year, I've never done it before. Um, I downloaded an app called prayer mate, and essentially just have a bunch of different lists um, from just gospel truths to my own personal godliness to confession to my wife my daughter personal requests from others i have all the members of the church of station listed out i have the elders and the staff my community group um just different lists and it essentially allows me to Kind of tell tell me, do I want to pray for one one person in each of these lists each day or two people or kind of rotate or th- there's just some different ways to use it. And so it's been really helpful for me to use um, either to kind of conclude my bio reading time or even as I get in the car, mm. um, I can just kind of pull it up pretty easily, see one thing and then and then and then pray. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, just creating some kind of structure, some level of intentionality. Um that also gets us not just praying for um, necessarily like health needs that, that's a yeah. that's a consistent refrain which is which is obviously vital and important and Jesus is the great physician and God will will hear those prayers and may answer them the way we want him to or may not um, but we also want to pray for the salvation of our neighbor and we want to pray for the um, missionary in, in India or Kenya or South Africa that we know and support. Um, so, yeah, tre- creating some kind of structure would be really helpful.
0: And one thing that I that found helpful is letting go of the, the thought that you always have to be saying something. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. in order to pray, I always have to be the one talking. Um, but especially, like, if you're praying through the Bible, like, pray through the verse and then just read through it and let the Lord speak to you through His Word. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is a conversation. It's not just me constantly speaking and talking um so say, so kind of related to that i mean um
2: I, I remember this was an fca in high school when i was first exposed to this but it just kind of stuck with me because it's a helpful little acronym have you heard of the axe a-c-t-s, mm-hmm. A-C-T-S mm-hmm. acronym to just guide through prayer um uh, adore confess thanksgiving supplication um that's just a helpful tool uh to kind of orient your priorities in prayer. And again, mm-hmm. it just kind of goes back to that idea that if we don't have any structure, uh, if we kind of just um, step into it blindly, it's, it's gonna be probably frustrating, um, but having some kind of structure even even for, not just on like the macro level for like the day emphasis, but even for your prayer time. You know, first, I'm gonna adore, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause for a moment, I'm gonna read, um, uh, you know, uh, Isaiah 53, and I'm gonna think about how Jesus I'm healed by Jesus' stripes, and I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna contemplate that scripture and just gonna adore Jesus for a moment. Um, and then I'm gonna confess my sin, and I'm gonna offer thanks for this thing or that thing, and then I'm gonna you know, br- bring prayers of supplication you know, based on whatever my emphasis of the day is.
1: And in some ways, that's, that's kind of slightly how we have our um, services yeah. organized to some level is kind of adore, praise god he's invited us here to worship him so we're gonna you know, kind of respond with prayer then we have a time of confession Mm -hmm. um you know we kind of have a a time of thanksgiving and and even just being thankful for what god has done in our in assuring our ourselves of salvation and then um and then we obviously pray for something at the end or in our mission prayer um where the where the lord is working or the
2: pastoral prayer or the pastoral prayer Yeah. yeah
1: very much so so um, the axe is really helpful. Um, and sometimes I, I kind of like um, don't always love acronyms or don't always love, you know, we can, maybe it's not always the most helpful or you don't have to stay to it perfectly for the rest of your life. But it is just helpful to have some framework and and something kind of easy to put in your brain. Mm. So A-C-T-S, adore, confess, thanksgiving, uh, supplication.
2: That's supplication, really helpful. that is a word that I need to use more often. Yeah, what does that word mean? It's like making requests on others' behalf. Okay. it's good. I should, we should use word supplication. Why, don't, you, don't you feel like refined
0: it's, when you say supplication? It's a good word. <laughs> word of the day, supplication. Mm. So what about uh, a believer who may have lost like zeal for prayer? Mm. Um, how can we kind of go through... Like in in this emphasis and, and spur that back up um, yeah. in the day to day life.
2: Yeah, um, I think there's a couple of ways you could kind of go about speaking to that. Like there's on one level, it's like any discipline. Like you're gonna you're gonna have funks where you're you're fully bought in and it's going super well and you're seeing your, your max increase um, when you go for your one rep max. You know, it, it there's times when it's fun and it's easy and it's good. And there's other days that are just kind of like blue collar days, and you just gotta, you just gotta blue collar your way through it, um, and trust the process. You know, trust that it'll swing back the other direction eventually. So there is some of that, um, that you know, sometimes we, sometimes we just have to trust the process and kind of get some momentum and, and, and white knuckle through. Um, but that's not always the reason we might be struggling in prayer. Like there, there's also, uh, you know, maybe we're going through a season of intense doubt. Maybe we're going through a season of um, just 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 a hard season in life where uh, we feel kind of emotionally scattered and you know our disciplines are the thing that uh, gets out of whack there. You know there, there's a lot of reasons why that might be. but I would at least at first, you know I'd say is you know sometimes there is something to be said for just pushing through and doing the thing and trusting the, the, the analogy that I've used in my community group a million times is, it's from Tim Keller he says um sometimes when you're in a sailboat the wind's not blowing and you just got to row you just got to row in the right direction you just got to row and trust that one day the wind will blow again and so sometimes there is wisdom in that just mm-hmm. row and row and row and trust that the wind will start blowing eventually that's good
1: i think i would also to my point earlier about uh just hello confession of sin um or just being honest before the lord um is praying and asking the Lord to give us a greater Mm. desire Mm. for prayer. That's good. So asking the Lord to change our heart, um, asking the Lord to refresh us, renew us um, because I think he will, he will honor that. Now it may not be honored in in a week or two weeks or a month. Even Um, we may have to do what Trevor just said and kind of grind through, but we can, we can beg and plead. And I, I feel confident if we're begging and pleading for 20 minutes a day for a week, a month, a few months, um, the Lord's gonna gonna start doing something in our hearts um, to refresh us. Not only as it relates to prayer, but also maybe to other disciplines as well.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, and something Donald Whitney says. He, he says in his book on praying the Bible when he when he talks about one of the reasons that our prayer lives might be frustrating is is the, there, there's a kind of boredom that might creep up in our prayers when we when we don't have structure. Um, he said he compared he, he compared it to like a. A pearl necklace where you've got these kind of default pearls that you that you string together when you pray um, and it becomes the same things that you pray for it becomes a bit rote and um, your prayers lack diversity and it results in just kind of being I don't know, feeling impotent even being a little bit bored and, and praying the bible or, or having some kind of vision structure plan of attack for prayer is one way to to help that it, you know diversifies the thing that you pray for diversifies Um, the characteristics of Jesus that you're reflecting on in prayer whatever it might be so I I thought that was helpful too because it's kind of permission he kind of gives permission to say like sometimes um, we find ourselves bored in prayer that's not to say anything about prayer but it is to say something about our own uh, lack of intentionality or or lack of thoughtfulness in our approach Mm. I I thought that was helpful
0: absolutely Um, and lastly uh, a new believer listening to this podcast who may have never said a prayer before outside of, um, mm-hmm. like, mealtime or something like that. Um, like, where do you start? Like, how do you, how would, how do you start this process of, of emphasizing prayer? Mm.
2: I know the Anglicans pray the Lord's Prayer daily. And uh, you know, there's there's certainly a lot of worse things that you could pray and that you could do than practice praying the Lord's Prayer. From Matthew chapter 6, um, Martin Luther, in his little book, he's got this little booklet called A Simple Way to Pray, he 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 basically suggests that believers develop the practice of praying the Lord's prayer and letting each of the different petitions that make up the Lord's prayer kind of kind of send you to the particulars of, of where you're at that day or during that season. Um, so, uh, Heavenly Father, give us a day of daily bread. Uh, maybe it reminds you of the stimulus check that you're gonna that you've gotten or you're gonna be getting, and you say, um, give me give me. Uh allow me to, to be generous with someone, towards someone with this stimulus check. Give me, give me the eyes to see someone who, who might have need. Um may, maybe there's another season of life where you pray that prayer and you get to the daily bread portion and it reminds you of the fact that you are um, maybe you're struggling financially. Maybe you're in between jobs or you're concerned about you know your future uh there. It it reminds you, you know, that we can go before the Lord and we can make that request. Father, meet meet these material needs. Um so, so begin with the Lord's Prayer. I think is what I'm trying to say. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's really I, I would wholeheartedly agree. And then, you know, picking up picking up a book with like praying with Paul um, that that Trevor has mentioned, or doing some of these prayers um, throughout Paul's letters, and then also reading through the Psalms is is helpful uh, to me, um, and maybe helpful for a new believer to honestly see David and other psalmists honesty before Mm. god Mm. we're not it's not putting on a show like let me use the best language and the showiest um kind of aspects of of my my words but it's it's honest and it's uh, vulnerable and it's open and it's praising the lord for who he is and his character and it's confessing um our our sin and and really lowliness and um great need for him
2: and i'd say some go-to psalms I know you you've been you're probably trying to end. We're probably way over. Keep it going. Um, some go to Psalms there. Uh, twenty three, Psalm twenty three, uh, probably the most well known mm. Psalms. Um, Psalm one, Psalm twenty two, um, it's the one that Jesus prays as he's dying on the cross. Mm. Psalm twenty four, celebrates God's um, provision and kingliness. Um, some other go tos are Psalm fifty one, a Psalm mm-hmm. of repentance. Psalm thirty two. Um, blesses the man whose sin is forgiven. That's a, that's a good one uh, to pray and internalize. Mm-hmm. Um, Psalm 121, I look to the, the hills. That's where my help comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, those are some places yeah. you can start. That's great.
0: So you, well, thank you both for for joining me. Um, if you have not listened to the sermons uh, in this series, I highly recommend uh, you check them out. You can go to, find them on our website with our sermon podcast at tcgreerstation.com. You can also find a number of other helpful study tools and resources on prayer and other spiritual disciplines. Um, and finally, if you're interested in diving deeper into prayer and, and other spiritual disciplines, um, like Aaron mentioned before, um, we do have the men of TCGS have begun a study of Donald Whitney's book, um, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life. Um, that meets Thursday mornings. Um, so if you're interested in signing up for that, that can also be found on the website. Um, If you have any questions about prayer or if there's any way we can pray for you, please reach out to us. Um, And as always, we look forward to talking more. And we're excited to behold the things God is doing uh, as we become a people dedicated and defined by prayer. Um, So we look forward to talking at you soon. That's
1: good. Thanks, John.